0: Welcome to PSO in the Know, the podcast that puts a spotlight on the impact of psoriasis. Together, and one PSO story at a time, we'll let people with psoriasis know they're not alone and encourage them to speak up and seek the help they deserve. I'm Cindy Lauper, and I was diagnosed with psoriasis in 2010. As a performer, this chronic condition took an immense toll on me and I did everything I could to hide my flare-ups. Then I met with a psoriasis specialist. He told me I had options and I discovered a treatment that works for me. And I got back to performing live again and doing all the things I used to love to do. I believe it's time to lift the curtain on psoriasis and set the stage for change. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to PSO in the Know. On today's episode, I'm excited to be speaking with Joanna P. Joanna experienced psoriasis when she was six years old and finally diagnosed when she was 10. After not experiencing psoriasis in middle school, it came back with a vengeance when she was in high school. Being a competitive swimmer in high school and college, it made it hard for her to cover up the flares on her skin, and when she was in bathing suits, the condition impacted her mental health. Now, she is a therapist and realizes how much people with psoriasis can benefit from talking to a therapist about the impact that psoriasis has on them. This episode of PSO in the Know is sponsored by Novartis Pharmaceutical Corporation. Joanna P doll, how the heck are you?
1: Hi Cindy, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show and spilling the
1: beans about your experience. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here.
0: I want you to talk a little bit about what it was like to be a child. You had a doctor for a father, and you know, back then the medicines were really prehistoric. And so no wonder your father was freaked
1: out. So that's actually part of why I went into therapy, because I experienced such intensified mental health issues stemming from how I felt around the psoriasis, stemming how others made me feel. And I sort of recognized how important in those moments mental health were.
0: I know. And- and and i could see how you would be angry at your dad for not giving you medicine because at some point you always feel like well who cares yes. what the hell it does because exactly. i can't take it
1: oh exactly i would be pissed
0: did you ever did you ever make that clear to your parents did you ever like get over that discuss it
1: work it out yes so you know um as my psoriasis started to clear, as medications got better, I think I sort of had to face my past myself, kind of think about it. And then I would talk to my parents a lot about it and how they made me feel. And, you know, from their end, they would say, the hardest thing as a parent is to see your kids struggling. And yeah. it was hard That's to true. hear almost because I remember in the moments when I was younger, I, I would feel like they didn't understand me or they didn't know what it was like to be on my end. Um Well, how could you? You took what you experienced, especially
0: as a young person and as a child. And, you know, it's like, you know, take lemons, make lemonade. Because what you did was you actually, you decided to be a a therapist. I did. You know.
1: I think, obviously, the physical parts of psoriasis are terrible, but the mental health pieces are not something... At least at my during my experience that they warn you about that you're prepared for that anyone is prepared for it's awful.
0: What was some of the treatments like? Your parents were trying to help you, and what were the as a kid? I know that they always say,
1: "Ah, oh, wash her hair with tar." Oh, you know. Oh yes. And what was that like? Because that's awful. That was actually the tar treatment was the first treatment I ever went through and I was 10 years old and they would Aww. make you put that tar on your head and then you had to put a shower cap on and sleep with it. And, uh, <gasps> oh my God. But a tar, like, was it thick tar? Like, didn't it break your hair and stuff? You know, it's hard to remember what it was. I mean, I think already because I was a swimmer for four years at that point, my hair was so chlorinated all the time. and uh like what's, you know, the ends would break. So I didn't, I don't think I really thought about it, wow. but it was off. I just remember the smells. Yeah. I felt like I smelled like the street. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like they were repaving the ground on my head. And Oh my God. Oh my remember- God. That's a, ter- that's a terrible yeah. way to feel. It's a, te- exactly. And, and sleeping with it overnight and, you know, I was a little kid. And so at that time, I, I part of me. I think, didn't want to deal with it. But the other part, obviously, didn't want to have an itchy scalp. And as you know, also, it flakes. And that's very Mm -hmm. embarrassing.
0: And it went away. I mean, and isn't that weird?
1: Very weird. Five years, it just disappeared. So strange. And then stress. You feel the trigger was stress. I think so. Definitely my freshman year of college. High school, I'm sure I was stressed. But high school can sometimes feel like a blur, you know?
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I remember high
0: school. It sucked. For me.
1: <laughs> I know, <laughs> I, I did agree. I like it. I did not like it. I mean, again, kids are mean and and going through bodily changes it's a lot. I mean, for me, anything that I could
0: do to dress opposite and revolutionary, I would do. And this way it was like a big F U to them so that you know, you don't like me anyway, and I'm weird, so, I, you know. Agreed. But I didn't have psoriasis. I was just weird. Well, <laughs>
1: I no, I I think embrace the weirdness, too, because I would do the same thing. I had a cow jacket, cow hat, that I liked to wear around, and people would moo at me. But I liked it. I thought it was fun and cool, and I thought, you know, big middle finger to all of you who don't like me because I look different.
0: I know, right? Yeah. So what was it like for you? I mean, what was, I mean, you were swimming. So, yeah, how did hard. you cope with that? Because honestly, you know, the doctor always said, sit in the sun, sit in the sun, it'll go. Yeah, right. Sit in the sun. And so you sit in the sun, and I had a friend look at me and go, oh my God, it's like a curse. Yeah. And then it really soaks in that, you know, you, Look yeah. horrible. And-
1: well, that's the thing. <clears throat> I mean, I would, you know, being in Miami, that was part of why I went to Miami too, because the sun, sit in the sun, sit in the sun. And there were all these beautiful women and in bathing suits. And the girls on my team were so pretty. And, you know, they had these perfect bodies. And I, you know, there was a part of me that had that, uh, that fu cow attitude of I don't care what other people think. And I'm just going to live in my life. And you can look at me and it doesn't bother me. But, and the other it part did. really was struggling, yeah, it ate me inside. it was hard, it was hard, especially also my the girls on my team knew you know, going to away meets where we went to other teams, and they would look at me and I felt like a leper, yeah,
0: yeah, that's what it feels like it's and and everybody's like, "Oh, you should just show yourself yeah. and I'm like, yeah, 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 that's <laughs> not gonna happen, I mean. You even had it in college, so Oh yeah. what'd you do in college? Now, everyone's a little more intellectual, except in your freshman year, it kind of blows. Um, <laughs> but how did you overcome that? How'd you, that's a challenge. So what'd you do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, to be honest, it's interesting with like an athletic mentality, part of that helped overcome, you know, kind of just that that toughness. Suck know, it up and...
0: To- Yeah.
1: There's parts of it that are good, parts of it that are bad, but also I think just trying really to find myself, embrace, you know, the different parts about me and being away from my parents, sort of getting my own identity, trying not to let the psoriasis get the best of me and, and sort of think of what's ahead, you know, trying to be as positive as I can. As cheesy as it sounds, I really do think, you know, that's a, it's a helpful attitude to embrace. I don't think it's cheesy. I think it's
0: um, important. So what advice would you give to parents of a young person with psoriasis to help them manage the symptoms um, of the physical and emotional struggle
1: that they're going through? Yeah, I think the most important thing is being able to just talk to your kid about what it's like to have psoriasis, you know all the time. So in, in different settings, right? Especially school settings. What are the kids, how are the kids talking to you? i um, am talking to the kid about how they feel about their own selves because, you know, growing up as a kid and adolescent looks are, become so much to the forefront, even though that shouldn't be what's important, but it it's a reality of society. So yeah, I think parents just being able to make sure they make time to talk to their kids.
0: I think that's interesting because you did have parents who were therapists, and they didn't—they never really spoke to you about how you felt about this. That's odd. I think, or I think they were so terrified.
1: They were, and I think what they—you know—also my parents talking about the positive attitude embrace. They would try to say, you know okay, things will get better, right? They want to paint a, a happy picture. And I i don't know, you know, it's interesting of, I, I, I don't know what they thought in their heads. Um, but I think for me, they wanted to be strong so they would approach it in that kind of way. But looking back, I would say, ask me, you know, what's it feel like to be around your friends or to have go on dates with, with people and et cetera, et cetera. Oh my God. That's right. Hate hate dates. That I well that when I would go on dates, if I would hug someone, right, or try to go near them, I, I would always sort of look at their shoulder and be worried it was gonna come up and if they wouldn't like me as much, you know, it's really difficult oh, to manage those things. Very hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, even, you know, going out, right, being a young girl in Miami, you know, I want to oh dress sexy, God. right? Yeah. Well, they had all
0: those tube dresses oh, in tube. the 90s. Oh, yeah. tube, yeah, oh, tube wear. The tops
1: all the 30s. Oh, yeah. Nobody would see if you just covered yourself with a tube dress. Well, so that's the weird thing because living in New York in the winter, I was like, great, I can hide it up. In Miami, you can't exactly go outside in a sweatshirt and sweatpants.
0: I know. And if you wear something tight, when you take it off, half oh, of yeah. you comes off with it. Oh, I know. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then, you know, some, some people would say, well, don't wear tight clothes. I, and I was like, what the hell do you want me to look like? <laughs> you know, what am I going to wear? A Potato sack? Give me this day my daily break, will you? You know, it's like, come on. Oh, my so, goodness. Anyway, what advice would you give to your younger self?
1: I mean, your psoriasis
0: doesn't define you. That's hard. That's a hard one because that's what you feel
1: it does. Yeah. I'm connected with the National Psoriasis Foundation and we do the walks in New York. And, you know, when I see kids there, I always go up to them because you can kind of just tell from a distance of what it's like to be a kid and have psoriasis. Now, I'm saying that as a kid who had psoriasis, so maybe I'm biased, right? Right. And you kind of just know, I mean, anybody who's experienced being a kid, a teenager knows what it's like to to just go through being a kid, a teenager as a normal, a normal, you know, whatever.
0: Which sucks um, anyway, which sucks, because you right. go through awkwardness, right. you, yes. your skin gets weird anyway. Ex-
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Now with social
1: media, it must be such a drag. I can't imagine, honestly, too, the pressures of you know children, adolescents, because everything is social media based, and you know feeling the need to post and put a picture with their friends or you know fashion, whatever it may be, and everyone's you know it's it's like how to get in with the cool kids or whatnot. And when you have psoriasis, you don't want to post pictures. I didn't I didn't want to take pictures of myself. I think Facebook was just coming out, I, and I, I I dreaded if people would tag me in pictures because I didn't want to look at it.
0: Well. I hope that I have inspired you because when I read your story, I became very inspired about what you did to help yourself to, you know, to relieve all this stuff that was happening. I mean, it says that you were hospitalized for five days. What happened? I mean, my husband wanted to take me to the hospital when it was head to toe. But I said, what are they going to do? They're just going to go. Oh, it's psoriasis.
1: So many spots. So you know, I'm um, 17 year old in Miami. I was like, yeah, let's have fun. Let's let loose. Whatever. Um, And I got strep throat, probably from a little too much having fun. And the strep throat oh, triggered a psoriasis. That's right. Right when when the body's stressed, the immune system is down. And then yeah, I got I picked up strep. And my legs blew up to the size of like elephant trunks and they were oh red God. and I couldn't walk. And the first hospital I went to in Miami, they said, Oh, maybe you're pregnant, which was the oddest thing. And I was I was a mess. I was I didn't know what was going on because I didn't know psoriasis could get that bad, right? I knew it was not not nice to look at. It, it was itchy, but I didn't know it could get that severe. I don't think they knew what psoriasis was or whatever. But when I went to the University of Miami hospital, you know, they had a dermatology unit. And as oh, soon as you. I got in there, they said, oh, you have to be hospitalized. Because uh, I couldn't really walk. And I, But think, why did it swell up? What, what had happened? If I could explain the medical terminology to you, I would. I don't think that I can. But basically, because of the strep, it triggered a really bad reaction to whatever was happening with the psoriasis. And I, I yeah, I, I would need a doctor to come in and explain this. But... Well, they do say that psoriasis and the reason why you have to treat it
0: is because it's a inflammatory disease. right. right. And so it affects a lot of different parts of your body. Yeah. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about the hospitalization because people don't realize and they think it's just a rash.
1: Yeah. And again, I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I remember calling my parents and being like, I think they're hospitalizing me. My mother was like, what do you mean they're hospitalizing you? Because I don't think my parents knew it could get that bad. So, yeah, they kept me in there and they gave me some severe treatments where you know I started a biologic for the first time but they also oh it was disgusting the nurses would rub me down with this like gooey substance and then they'd put me in these metal tubs and it it was it, i mean part of me says it's humiliating because i felt sort of like dehumanized even though they were lovely they treated me very well but i felt yeah it was it's, it's sort of indescribable. It doesn't even feel real looking back to it. So, but it definitely can get that bad. And and taking care of your your physical health is definitely important when you have psoriasis, as you know.
0: I know that. Yeah. Um, that there's a lot of people that do not. They don't want to do the medicine.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not just taking medicine. Yeah. I spoke to a lot of different people. So they mainly talked to me about what triggers their psoriasis. You know, I just don't know. To me, it was a mystery. I try and figure what um, what my triggers are. I think sugar mm, is a trigger for me. uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think alcohol. I think grain. But I'm Italian and I love pasta. And that means no grain. That means... Like, n- no pasta, no bread. Yeah. Like, ev- everything good,
1: right? Like, anything good to I eat. know. Well, that's right. I know. And alcohol, again, in college, they would say, okay, watch your alcohol intake or your food. And it's like, I want to just eat and drink whatever I want. But it's like, well.
0: I know. For me, um, like, if I start washing a lot of dishes, and I don't put gloves on, and I don't put cream contact. on. Yeah, the, yeah. It starts to get that yeah. you have to like, hey, every time you take a shower and you come out, Ugh. you have to cream up, cream you know, up, Slather on, cream babe, up. because that's, that's right. important. Cream, you know, oh, I like that. That's good. Get that, <laughs> put that cream on. Put you know, and and a lot of people would say, like, like one treatment for me was they gave me a steroid. Yeah. And a rubber
1: suit. And that did alleviate a lot. Did it? That's interesting because I, 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 now that I think of it, it was like, you know, if I was going away on a trip or, you know, when I came out of the pool, if, if I didn't have lotion on me, I was screwed. And at hotels, they give you, you know, those little things of lotion. Oh, it's and- awful. No, but even even when you go to the doctor and
0: you covered from head to toe, and they give you the little—I know, I know—the the sample sizes, right? like, oh yeah, this yeah. is going to work on my elbow, yeah. and <laughs> just for let's see, ten minutes, two days, <laughs> I can, oh. and it'll be done. You know, yeah. or, you can't even put on your whole body because I had no. it on my whole body, and yeah. every time I went to a doctor, they said, "Well, this is the case for the textbooks," you know, and they, it's just
1: that's they, depressing. In the hospital, when I first came up, they said, do you mind if we take pictures of you? Because they took pictures of my leg because they wanted to have the residents study, you know? And then when they did the rounds, all the residents were coming in. And it was, I was like in a gown, half naked and they're looking at my body and they're saying, oh, look at this. Like I'm a textbook study. And it was embarrassing. I know.
0: I mean, I actually met people and other patients and when you talk to other patients, that changes everything.
1: Everything. Yep. So like
0: I met people that talked one guy and he said that he does no uh, no wheat, totally gluten free. I've heard and that, that helps him
1: other people say well you know and, and because everybody's different well people will come up to you and say oh yeah this worked for you why don't you try this and as you said it's individualized for sure
0: i mean that's the dirty trick about psoriasis that it's mm-hmm. so different for everyone and it's
1: totally different yeah well do they tell people tell you go to the dead sea go to the dead sea i did that too what did you think you did it help? well i
0: did a gig there you and it? oh not bad. i Because I wanted to go to the Dead Sea. And I figured, I'll try it out. I'll go there. I'll dunk myself. I don't know. Somehow I mistakenly thought it was like lords. Like you dunk yourself, you come out, you know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was like a baptism. (laughs) You know, it wasn't like that. And (laughs) it was cold. It was the fall or the spring or something. And it was cold. And, you know. My girlfriends were with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very close to my manager mm-hmm. and my hairstylist. You know, we travel together so much. We're friends, yeah. and they were such good sports. And they wanted me to do this gig, and they were going to come with me and help me. And yeah. we go in the in the sea. First of all, I go in, and my butt goes up, and my face oh. goes down. I'm <laughs> like. Oh yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> oh, okay. <yeah. laughs> then then I come out and I'm freezing and mm. this guy walking around with wet mud. Oh yeah, they right, right.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And I'm looking at them going, yeah, I'd rather be in bed. And you know, a lot of times when I didn't feel good, I would go to bed thinking you just need to rest. You're really stressed out. And I would rest and wake up and it was worse. It was like, All of a sudden you fell asleep and it covered you. Yeah. Listen, life is for learning. I found actually humor, like best thing, you know. It's funny, all the things that you try and do, but you definitely have to see a doctor who specializes in psoriasis and not just a dermy because some dermatologists specialize in
1: different things. Yeah, but- I appreciate you being able to talk about psoriasis because when I was younger, there weren't people who really, especially big names like you, openly talked about it.
0: It's just people go through tough times and that's why we're doing the podcast so that we could talk about it and people can talk about it because it's not something yeah. anybody talks about. No. I mean, some people do and some people don't, but yeah. I think it's important to talk so about it. So that you know, you know, it's not just a a rash. No, it's not. And it's, uh, yeah. And it's It's not contagious, contagious. but it can mess you up. And you know, because you were hospitalized with
1: Mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's not just what you can see on the outside too, right? It's what
0: you can. Yeah. You don't even know what it's doing on the inside. Mm -hmm. Not just you, you're. Depression about it, exactly, or how right? Your anxiety mentally, but also that it's inflammatory. It could right. affect
1: other organs that you yep. don't even know. And you know, again, it's like a it can feel like a never ending cycle, and you just want to throw your hands up. I would sit with the patients and they
0: would say they were on this one, and then it didn't work anymore. Yeah. And yep. then they had to try that
1: one. That. And then that one didn't work anymore. Yep. That but is what happened to me 100%. A good dermatologist is important though, too, right? As you're saying. No, it's the most important thing. Someone who specializes in what you have, because
0: that means they keep studying it. They keep studying it and they find all these new things and they recognize other things, right? No matter what you have. We have psoriasis. You have to really pay attention to yourself. 100%.
1: All right. Well, I just got to thank you, Joanna P. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And this was very fun. I really appreciate the opportunity to do this.
0: Thank you for joining us today on PSO in the Know, sponsored by Novartis. You can listen to more episodes at psointheknow.com.